0: Hey, you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. How are you doing? And the reason I ask is that we always say on here that we're growing into the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, and a little bit of financially. But how has that been looking for you? How has it been? I want us to reflect on that. While grabbing our beverage of choice, for me it's going to be water, a snack, and settling into today's topic at the Reach Hangout called Disappointment. Again, today's topic is called Disappointment, so let's begin. When situations and circumstances present themselves in our lives, they can fuel our passion. What is our passion? Our passion is the thing or things we were waiting to devote our time and energy to once the right opportunity presented itself. However, all the fuel we had in the beginning to start up towards our passions, because God has given us the time, space, and opportunity to do so, it has currently turned into a restriction, facing the reality that we won't always be overnight successful stories and the moves that we are making to inhabit the earth with our gifts won't always be noticed at first glance. And yes, we hear people say all the time, be consistent and put in the work and everything will pay off. Though during that time, our tanks start to feel empty. They start to become empty. You can only motivate yourself for so long and listen to others motivate you until it starts to sound redundant, a broken record. Because we have this hunger of social validation for all the posts that we may be making, wanting the purchases from our businesses, the likes, the comments, the shares, and the analytics to push us into the viral mainstream of social media. In return, though, This validation makes us forget our purpose of our passion, or you can have more than one passions. We have forgotten that we sought after them, not based upon the attention we could get from it, the monetary gain, but we chased them because we just felt the pure enjoyment and peace that it brought to us. I recently had to see that for myself, y'all. I really had a wake up call in the mirror. I had to acknowledge the thrive that I once had in the beginning process has now become stagnant for me. The sparkle of excitement I received to know God placed me in the season of pruning to devote myself full time to reach. Having those, like I said before, those high expectations of the supernatural shift is coming my way because God provided me with instructions to lead the work not to worry about any finances, go back to college, and he will sustain me. He's going to take care of everything because he wants me to birth out this gift that I have been sitting on for so long, which sounds pretty. It sounds very nice to hear. You know, it looks good on paper, but behind the scenes, I'm waiting. Behind the scenes, we are all waiting. While waiting, we start to, you know, reflect other disappointments because we have time, space, and opportunity. With time, space, and opportunity, it can either lean towards a positive way or a negatory way where you start to, you know, think about the past experiences that you were involved with or just your current environment and what's happening in the world right now and it's disappointing and everything else. Then on top of that, you're trying to figure out where you fit, but the place where you want God to place you is moving too slow, but everything that's happening around you is moving too fast and you don't know what to do. You don't know how to feel. You don't know what to say. And yes, you're like, God, you know, I trust you. I hear you. But on the other hand, do you not see the work that I'm putting in? Do you not see what I'm doing? I'm leaping into the full faith mode here because it's looking scarce is really looking scarce out here. You know, my heart is aching for all the victims that just not undergo gun violence, but any shape or form of violence. And you know, everybody's life is being taken from them, not being able to fulfill the full purpose that God wanted to come to pass in life because life just happens. And then it makes me sad and it makes me reflect, well, God, you know, Everything is moving fast around me and you said you want to push this gift out of me. But what if life catches up to me, too? And I leave the world not leaving empty because I couldn't fully fulfill my purpose because something or someone decided to take it from me. I don't want to leave this earth feeling incomplete. I don't want to leave this earth feeling like I didn't do everything that I could possibly do, not to just better myself, but to help people see the greatness that they have stored within themselves. And sometimes your reach may not be out there reach. Maybe your reach just may be a personal thing. And you're like, God, well, you told me to do this and do that. And I'm praying to you and I'm asking for you to hear me. But it still has yet to come to pass. And I'm hurting, not just for my personal affairs, but I'm hurting for the world that we're living in right now. I'm hurting. And, you know, the disappointment of not being seen can load us into a state of depression, forgetting that we weren't creating a positive and functioning environment for others to provide us with that sought validation. It was for God. God spoke to us. So we were over ecstatic. We was over the moon because we like, God, we want to please you. God, I'm going to do this for you because you told me this is what's going to do. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. But we forgot that feeling and we're seeking validation from the world. We're seeking validation from others. And that's why we're feeling this disappointment. That's why we're feeling this discouragement. But the main thing is, how do we deal with those feelings that are war from that disappointment? You have a choice to either loathe in that depression or do something about it, to loathe in that disappointment or do something about it, to loathe in that anxiety or do something about it. And you are entitled 100 percent to the way you feel. I never want to tell nobody when they be like, oh, you're feeling sad. And I'm like, okay, get over it. Jesus loves you. So you should feel better. No, we are entitled to our feelings. We are entitled to our emotions. Though, I will want you to get to the root of why your flame is going out. Why is it going out? Why is your hunger for change left you? Why is your hunger to do better has left you? Because in the beginning of this journey, I was gun ho on pleasing God. That's all I wanted to do. But lately, I have noticed, because I'm doing reflecting, I have noticed that I have been trying to please God and my flesh. And anybody who knows this, when you're trying to balance the two, one or the other will knock you out of God's anointing, and I don't have to say which one because you know which one it is. Your flame will decrease then your flame will decrease within you because you won't see what God sees anymore. You will only see and adhere to the things that people see and what people desire. You will submit to those things. And you know, it's funny (laughs) to me that once we start to move out of God's grasp, really starts to move out of God's protection, we lose track and we return back to the state where we once were before, you know, the place where we were filled with anxiety, the place where we were filled with depression, the place where we were filled with other inflictions, just trying to figure out how to make this life work for us. Because at first, you know, we was excited and we was filled with the fire of God to do the best and to be great and everything else. But the moment we start to remove ourselves out of that, you realize how our whole persona changes. We were standing tall, but now we're hunching over. We're slumping because the fire that we once had is now dwindling away. And sometimes we can be con- conscious to it and sometimes we don't. We can't forget and we're forgetting. We're forgetting that this is what we pray for God to do. You prayed to God to heal you. You prayed to God for you to start your own business. You prayed, you prayed, you prayed, you prayed. And now that we have finally received that confirmation of elevation, and it doesn't appear to be our preference, you're kind of conflicted because it doesn't appear to the preference that you desire. We slow foot on that because we're just like, Well, you know, God, yes, I pray. You cannot pray to God to do something for you, but you also want to give him the proper steps on how to do it. Because God see more than what we can see. So we don't know why God is moving the way he's moving, but he's answering our prayers in the process. And we have to trust and believe in that. But the moment we get to the place where our prayer is presented to us and it's not the shape or form the way we want it to be shaped or form, we slow foot, we become iffy about it. We're like, "Mm, I don't really know if I want to really step into that because God, that's not what I pray for. It's what I pray for, but it's not what I want for that prayer to happen. Anything in life, whether you are saved or unsaved, you will have trials. God never said when he was going to place you in the position where you were going to be, you won't have any trials. You won't have to climb any mountains. You won't have to fight any battles and everything else under the sun. You don't have to persevere and continue to push and push and push to get to where you need to go. That's with anything in life, whether you start in a business, whether you are trying to refocus yourself on your mental health, whatever the case scenario may be, you have to fight for that thing because nobody's going to fight more harder for it than you, because you are hungry for it. You desire for it. You tired of generational curses over your life. So it's your season your time to break them. You're tired of being placed in positions that doesn't elevate you and that doesn't let you grow. So you're going to break them. And when you're breaking things down, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to climb. But every stumbling block, God will turn into a stepping stone, not just for his glory, but for you to be elevated into the position that you are destined to be. So you have to continue. And, you know, those words to me, the reason why I said it is because the song Mary Mary Can't Give Up was playing in my head all week long. And it, and it just dawned on me and, and you know, sometimes you don't, you're oblivious to certain songs. You don't really listen to the lyrics forever. You just be listening to the beat or whatever. And I was sitting there and I was really meditating on God because it says to med- meditate on him day and night. And i was sitting there and the song really struck a nerve. It really resonated with me. I'm finna sing for y'all a little bit. But I ain't seem peripherals, so I'm just like you know. It was like there will be mountains that I will have to climb, and there will be battles that I will have to fight. But victory or defeat, it's up to me to decide. On how can I expect you win if I? never tried. I, 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 I just can't give up now. i come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me the road would be easy And I don't believe he's brought me this far to leave me Never said I wouldn't fall Never said that everything would go the way I wanted to go But when my back's up against the wall And I feel like hope is gone. I just lift my head up to the sky and say, help me to be strong. I just can't give up now. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me the road would be easy and I don't believe brought me this far to leave me. Them verses really resonated with me because I had to really sit there and say to myself, God, you never told me that I wouldn't go through. <laughs> and we forget that. We we hear the blessings. We hear the, the rain that God is about to place on our life. But we forget that when there's rain, there is thunder. Where there is thunder, there is lightning. Not everything that gets placed in our hands is going to be pretty. Sometimes we're going to have to go through the motions. We're going to have to go through a season of being pressed to be able to push out the gem that God has in store for us. What we are going through and when we feel disappointed, we also have to remember that God did not put us all the way out here. Bring us to a position where we feel vulnerable and insecure for him to, you know, say to us, well, I feel like I got the rest of the way and it's all good. God ain't like that. He says to us consistently, I am always by your side, no matter what. And we have to remember that. Like, God, you know, I'm feeling disappointed in myself. You know, God, I'm feeling disappointed of where I am currently am in my life. But God, I'm still going to trust in you. I'm still going to believe in you. I'm still going to have faith that you said that what you spoke to me to do, that is going to come to pass. And, you know, when we are going through those motions, we try to rationalize things as to why they're going the way that they go. And sometimes it doesn't even have an answer to it. You know, it's like... Well, maybe I'm going through what I'm going through because God is trying to, you know, prepare me because he doesn't want me to reach my success so quickly so it can break me. Because the quickest way you can receive the success is the quickest way you can lose success. And whatever God is trying to birth out of us, he doesn't want it to be snatched away from us. So maybe he's preparing us. Maybe he's pruning us. Maybe, you know, he's doing something that we don't see. And, you know, it's like time and time again, you say, because I say it too. I'm like, well, God, do you not see what I'm doing? Do you not see the effort? Do you not see the time? Do you not see the energy? Like, you gonna have to give me something out here for me to get that reassurance to know, to know, to know that what I'm doing is correct. But God tells us that every day, every time, every second, every minute by just waking us up, by giving us the active use of all of our limbs. By putting us in a position to be a witness, by continuing to motivate us to do what we need to do, and whether we see that or not, is is happening. You know, I was talking to my sister about it the other day. I said sometimes we be wanting this supernatural shift to happen, but we don't notice the little things that God does for us: food in our stomachs, clothes on our back, the ability to have our own vehicles. He woke us up this morning, you know, the little followings that I get here day to day on social media, you know, people comment and DMing me, like just the little things. And that was that drive that I had at first, you know, God, if if there's only one person I reach, I'm okay with that. And the moment that God was expanding me, I lost sight of everything because I'm like, oh, I got all these people now. But what happened to my one in the 99? So we have to remember that God is going to do things that he needs to do in our life. And that disappointment that we're feeling, we have to go to the root of that and we have to rip it up. And we finna say, disappointment, you're not finna live in my life no more. I don't lost sight, but I'm, I'm recentering myself now because I understand that the focus ain't about what the people want. The focus is about what God is trying to prune through me, what God is trying to work through me. And when God is working through you, the people that needs to see you will see you. The connections that you need to make, you will make. The money that you need to gain, you will gain. If God can raise his son from the dead, he can raise money in your bank account. If God could bring life again, he can heal you in your body. There's so many things that God is trying to push through us. There's so many things that God is trying to, you know, let happen. And yes, we are entitled to our emotions. Yes, we are entitled to our feelings, but we have to also understand that these feelings and these emotions are temporary and they will not stay here always. And they will not trump me. They will not make me feel lesser. They will not make me feel like I'm not doing what I need to do. And I just need to have the drive and the energy to continue to push and persevere because God did not bring me all the way out here to leave me. God wants me to whatever he has spoken to me come to pass so I'm going to trust and believe that this work, that this time, that this energy I'm putting into this will come to pass. And continue to pray that every step that I'm taking is going to be able to present me into a place when God finally decides to call me home. I won't leave this earth feeling full. I will leave this earth feeling empty because I did everything that i needed Needed to do in him and continue to pray that God will protect me and cover me and protect and cover the people around me, protect and cover the world that we're living in. Continue to move, and I'm not going to be moved by what I see, by what I hear, by what I'm told. I'm only going to be moved by God and the instructions that He has given me. And sometimes, you know you could do what God has told you to do. And you're sitting there waiting for some more instructions because you did that. And it's like, well, God, what else? Something my mama told me if you in a spot right now that you don't know, What's the next move? Get on your face, get on your knees, get on your hands and cry out to God and ask him to hear you and elevate you to where you need to go. And if he's not done pruning you yet, ask him to continue to move in your life so you can be positioned in right position, right time, right space to intercede to whatever God wants to place in your lap. You will become disappointed you will become discouraged. You will not see the point of everything that's going on in your life right now. And you will feel like God has left you alone, but he hasn't left us. He hasn't forgotten about the things that he promised to us. And we just have to continue to keep the faith, but also while you're keeping the faith, keep motivating yourself, keep holding your head up. If you need a break, Take a break. Do something that you love. Place yourself in a position to hear what God needs to say to you. That's what I had to do because I started to become disappointed. I started to feel like God wasn't hearing me no more. I'm like, well, God, you know, you keep giving me this reassurance, but at the same time, do you not see the work I'm putting in? Where's my overnight supernatural blessing? <laughs> you keep giving me dreams about money. Where is money? You keep giving me dreams about being in rooms. Where's these rooms? You keep giving me d- these dreams about mentor. Where's my mentee? Like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like you God, keep giving you these affirmations. He keep telling you that he's about to move in places and situations in your life. But when is it going to happen? But we shouldn't be so focused on when is it going to happen? God, what do you need me to do right now? God, what is something that I need to do within me? To better me as a person, to circle back to what I said to be in the beginning, we always say on here, you know, we're growing to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually and physically with God. But have we really been taking that time out? Have we really been doing it or have we just been so busy and so not centered in our life that we're just like, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. You want a stronger spiritual connection with God. But have you been giving him his time? Have you been putting down social media? Have you been putting down distractions and saying, God, God, I just want undivided attention with you. Like, let me pick up my word. Let me meditate. Let me just vocalize and talk to you about how I'm feeling, how I'm doing. Not just because I want something, but I'm I'm searching for something greater. You know, we're working on our mental and our emotional, but what are the tactics that we're doing to better ourselves? Sometimes it's okay to get therapy. It's okay to get an outsource if you cannot internally help yourself. What am I doing with my mental and my emotional if I'm struggling with those things? And physically... You know, every New Year's revolution, somebody always wanna say they wanna be skinny and lose weight. But what are you doing to do that? If you can't make it to the gym every day, are you doing stretches before and after you go to bed? Are you eating healthy? Eating healthy doesn't always mean every single day for the rest of your life you gotta eat a salad. Like just are you proportioning your food or every time you eat you gotta get five plates? And then financially, we always asking God to give us money but the money that we have, we're not good stewards over it. We don't even pay our tithe, our seed not offering. And God says, as as long as the earth remains, there will always be seed time and harvest. Are we giving God our 10%? Because we be, we'll be quick to spend that 10% on food. We'll be quick to spend that 10% if somebody asks us to hang out. We'll be quick to spend whatever but have you been giving it back to him? Because last time I checked, he the one who blessed us with that job because I know people who can have all the check marks and qualifications of the job, but they still don't receive it. So don't think, oh, it's because of my ability. No, God blessed you with that job. So what are we doing? How are we really feeling? And you know, I overlooked that disappointment in me and I had to really say like, really vocalize, like stop being so cookie cutter and just really be transparent with God. And God, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in my life right now. I'm disappointed in what's happening in the world right now. And I'm just overall disappointed. And I'm just coming to you because obviously I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to feel. I don't know what else to say. And I can't keep motivating people. And right now, currently, I don't feel motivated within myself. Help me to be able to better myself. That's being transparent. That's being honest with how you're feeling and what you're going through. It's okay to be disappointed y'all, but don't dwell in it too long. Find the root, rip it up and say, I'm not going to dwell in this place of depression, anxiety, hurt, trauma, pain anymore. I am going to be the light in my life. I'm not going to seek validation from the world. I'm going to seek validation from God and what he wants to bring into my life and continue to let him mold me, guide me and make me because when I'm connected with him, I'm filled with joy. I'm filled with peace. I'm filled with knowledge. I'm filled with understanding and not let anything or anyone rip me out of his presence. I don't care how good temptation may look. I don't care how good it gets. The grass is not green on the other side. What you're doing, you're breaking generational curses. You're producing a healthy environment. So don't stop. Don't give up. <laughs> Remember how far, how far you have come and how far you're going. Because you were not the same person you were a year ago maybe years ago, months ago, days ago, because we are always evolving. We're always learning. We're always gaining. So don't give up. Be like, you know what, God, I am disappointed. I wasn't really paying that much attention to it But now I am. So now that I've realized that I'm disappointed, what am I going to do to stop feeling disappointed? What am I going to do to change my current environment? Because I can't change my environment, but I can change my environment. You can't change what people do, but you can change what you do as an individual. Hold your head up. Really, hold your head up. That's on period. Hold your head up. Continue to persevere. When you come into a place of feeling like, you know, like, what's the point anymore? Really talk to God about that. Be like, God, I don't see the point in this no more. I need some affirmations. I need something. And trust and believe that God is going to give you that clarity. I really want y'all to think on that. Well, it's my time to get off this thing, so... If no one has told you this today, or if somebody has, I'm just going to reaffirm it for you. I love you, and God loves you. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, and make sure your post notifications are turned on so you can be notified when the next episode drops, okay? Okay plus keep up with my youtube channel called lydia's chronicles by subscribing liking and commenting so i know that you have found your girl and you want to go to my youtube channel because this week i went out of town i found a new spot in the o which is orlando and y'all just want to see what's going on and what i have cooking up in the pot for this up and coming week you get what I'm saying and all of my socials will be linked in the description box so don't freak out don't fret they'll be down there you can click them and get to where you need to get to if you want to get to Facebook land you'll be there you want to get to Instagram Jesus Instagram land you'll be there YouTube land you'll be there cause them are the only socials that I have alright but yeah so Other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must always remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with with God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again. Bye.